Hey guys, welcome back. This is Kevin Moat. Trying something new today. I'm outside uh, down by the river. Just a glorious day. Just got finished with a 10-mile run. And before you get too impressed, it's like only the third time in my life that I've ever done something like that. Probably won't be able to walk tomorrow. But it was glorious. It was beautiful. And I was just out there listening to little Francis Chan and praying. Praying for my family and for my city. And uh, for the guys who might someday listen to this podcast. And uh, I was just thinking about what I wanted to share with you. And I thought what I'd share with you today uh, is something that the Lord has been teaching me lately. A word, I suppose, that he has given me. Uh, You know, um, John Eldridge in his podcast. Uh, By the way, if you don't listen to John Eldridge's podcast, you need to shut this one off right now and go listen to his because it's fantastic. But one of the things that he talks about often is is asking the Lord every year for for a word, a, a word that would capture what God wants to do in his life. And so I did that this year. I asked the Lord for a word, and um, I've done it before, and he's not always given me one, to be honest, but um, I think he did this year. And uh, I'd like to explain it to you. The word, the word he gave me was whispers. And uh, I'd kind of like to just take a minute to unpack that for you. Now, you got to know something about me. Um, I have always been a man of dreams. I am an idealistic, big dreamer. I like to think big ideas. And it's always been one of my dreams just to do something big and amazing for God. I love the idea that um, God could use me in some powerful way. I read the stories of all the heroes of the faith that have gone before. And I just get so inspired by that. And I want to turn my life over to God and see Him use me in some amazing way. It's It's been my dream since I was a young, young kid to someday be a pastor of a church or a leader of some ministry. And that's just what God's put in my heart. Well, I say God's put it in my heart. I don't know. I mean, but I, the reality is it's just, it's in my heart. And I think part of it's from God and part of it is good, but part of it has had to be moderated over the years. Now, I don't know if you're anything like me. I don't know if you dream big dreams, if you have ideas of what God might do in your life, if you've got these big ambitions for the Lord. Uh, but if you do, you can perhaps relate to, to what, I'm, what I'm talking about. And so it has been with some disappointment and even frustration that I have found that God has not opened the doors to that big ministry, to that grand dream. He's not given me a green light to chase that path. And instead, he's given me um, smaller areas to work in. And like I said, sometimes that's caused a bit of frustration and a little bit of disappointment. I was reading recently in the book of First Kings in the Old Testament, famous story, I'm sure you've read it, heard it, preached many times. It's uh, the story of Eli- Elisha, excuse me, Elijah. Get those guys mixed up all the time, don't you? Anyways, Elijah, he had just finished probably the biggest thing that he had ever done, the biggest, uh, most glorious ministry that he had ever been involved on, and that was up on Mount Carmel, and he had called down the fires of God to blow away 
all the prophets of Baal, to just completely annihilate their vision of who God was and absolutely reorient the entire country of Israel to the huge magnitude of who God is, that he is the God of heaven and earth and he is a God who can, can, can send flames down from heaven and lick up the water. It was just an amazing moment. And uh, in that same chapter, just like on that same day, uh, Elijah prays for rain and clouds come and the and the the the, the what was had been a, a barren blue sky for 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 I don't know years because of the drought that was killing off all of Israel that Elijah had prophesied in the originally now it it was it was uh, it, the day was had come for the rains to come and Elijah prayed back the rains and it became this huge storm of rain and just this deluge and and Elijah raced uh, King Ahab back to the capital city and uh, uh, King Ahab had a had a chariot and Elijah was running on foot outran him and uh, that's when he heard the news that all of the fire and all of the rain had not changed one thing in the capital city. Queen Jezebel was still on the throne. Well, King Ahab was on the throne, but queen, his queen was really calling the shots. And she said, here's what I'm telling you, Elijah. I don't care what you say. Tomorrow, you're going to be dead. And so this great man of God, this great hero of the faith, runs away. He runs far away, all the way to Mount Horeb, which some consider to be Mount Sinai in the, in the desert where Moses originally uh, met with God and, and received the Ten Commandments. And, and Elijah went up on that mountain and found a cave. Perhaps it was the same cave that uh, Moses was hidden in when uh, God passed by him and, and revealed himself in some manner. Elijah was searching for something. He wanted something and he said it was as if he had not found it in the fire or in the in the thunder. And so he was looking for something and he was desperate and he was alone and he was depressed and he was um, crying out to God. And that moment God came to him and he asked him a question. He just said, Elijah, why are you here? And Elijah spills out his sob story and he tells him all the problems he's been having and all the disappointments he's had and all the ways that God has let him down and all of this. And God said, Elijah, I want to show you something. I want to show you something about me. I am about to pass by. I think he used the same words that he told Moses, hundreds of years earlier, on that same spot. I'm going to pass by and let you see me. And all of a sudden, there was ex extraordinary things that happened. Like, even bigger than Elijah was used to. I mean, the, the, the words that describe it are just off the charts. Let me just read a little bit. This is from Elijah chapter 19. Uh, starting uh, in verse 11, the Lord said, Go out, Elijah, and stand on the mountain in the presence of the Lord, for the Lord is about to pass by. 
And then a great and powerful wind tore the mountains apart and shattered the rocks before the Lord. And then this one little phrase, but the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, there was an earthquake. But the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake came a fire. But the Lord was not in the fire. It was, it, was, it was as if God was saying to Elijah, Look, I've got all this power. I've got power to bring down fire from heaven, to shake the earth, to blow the rocks apart. You think that's where to find me? You think that's where I want to be found? Do you think that is what your life is all about? Elijah, I have something else for you. And the next verse, it says, After the fire came a still, small whisper. A whisper. And when Elijah heard it, he pulled his cloak over his face and he went out and he stood at the mouth of the cave. Guys, the whisper, the whisper is where God's power is really revealed. We sometimes think that God wants to do all these amazing arena-shaking events. And that's fine. That's great. He does that sometimes. He raises people from the dead. He sends fire sometimes. But, but I think what God was telling Elijah and what he is telling me is that I want to be in your life in the whispers, in the small things, in the gentle things, in the things that don't shake the earth and rattle the heavens, but the things where only I can be in the quietness. And so God has been telling me that my life may not be about planting churches or starting ministries, but perhaps it's going to be about the whispers. The small and quiet times where I get to just play with my children. The um, little, uh, the little things like this podcast. Now, if you're listening to this podcast and you happen to look at how many other listeners, you'd probably find, be amazed to think that there's, there's maybe as many as six or even seven people who've listened to this podcast. <laughs> at best, right? This podcast is never going to be a great thunderous noise in Tri-Cities. Perhaps it could be a whisper. That's what I'm praying for. I'm praying that God would speak to me in the whispers, and he would speak to you in the whispers, and he would use me to be his whisper, to the gentle voice that speaks to people. You know, even the Lord Jesus himself, when he came to this planet, he didn't travel around filling arenas huge events. Yeah, he had a couple big, big uh, luncheons, but, um, but that wasn't the normal for him. No, the normal for him was to go to these little tiny villages and touch people's shoulder and say, do you want to be healed? You see, God is not about necessarily making you into some earth-shaking hero, but he is about changing you from the inside out and whispering through you. And when the whisper of God comes through your life and your lips or mine, 
we can give all the glory to God. Because it's one thing for a huge, miraculous event to change somebody's life. And by the way, it didn't change very much in Israel. The, the Mount Carmel victory was very short-lived. But the whispers of God have a way of lasting, have a way of reverberating and echoing in people's hearts for the rest of their life. And so it's my prayer today that my little voice might be a whisper in your life to point you to what's really important. Not the big and the flashy, but the quiet and the faithful and the true and the real. Lord God, thank you for this day, for this river, for this glorious whispering wind. Lord, I thank you that you whispered to me, that you were not shouting at me, forcing yourself into my life, but you were just coming with a gentle wind and saying, do you want to be my friend? And Lord God, I want to tell you that I do. I, with all my heart, I do. And Lord God, I don't care who knows or who sees or how many people hear about it. I just want to be your friend. But I do also want to pray for anybody who's listening to me right now. That Father God, that you would whisper to them. That you would tell them how much you love them. That you would make it so true and so real that the chills would come up their back and they'd have to pull their cloak around their their head like Elijah and just stand in the presence of God at the mouth of the cave. Lord God, you are here and I thank you and I praise you and I pray that you would do a great and mighty whisper in the lives of my listeners. To your glory. Amen.